What's up, soccer players? On the latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience, we are going to give you five reasons why you are not getting faster on the pitch and at training. So hope you guys enjoy the show. Let's start out very, very basic. Will a six-pack help me as a soccer player? Logically. Why pre-game meals are important. If you do strength training, you can generate more force on the ground. It will take you less stride to get that ball. Until you get there, you can make that up with hard work and dedication and training. On top of it, right? So if you're a player that has little to no training history, imagine the, the gains and speed that you can get in such a short period of time because you're doing things. This is why strength training is important. I don't care how you do your strength training. I don't you know, some people like to go to the gym. I just wanted to double down on that really quick. The point is, you have to get stronger. Hello, soccer players. Welcome to the latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. It is me, your co-host, Andy, with my main man, Berg. Berg, how you doing today, bro? I'm blessed, bro. I'm blessed. Blessed? Why are you blessed? Listen, I have a patient every time I see him. How are you doing? I'm blessed. As she's limping and in severe pain. Okay. So whenever, whenever someone asks me how I'm doing now, I'm like, I'm blessed because, uh, you know, there are people who are worse off. But I'm, yeah, I'm doing well, man. I'm just um, doing some cooking right now. Took a break to do the pod. About to go back and finish my cooking. Getting my, my, my spaghetti making ability is top notch now, bro. Really? I'm, really? I'm, I'm good at this now. You, you go full Haitian with the hot dogs in it? No, 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 no. Full Haitian. Nah, Haitian <laughs> don't know how to make spaghetti with, bro. I'm beyond that now. Oh, okay, okay. I'm we're we're going Italian. Yo, I'm like, I'm experimenting with my own. Like, I got ideas. Okay. You know, I experiment with my ideas. Comes out great every time. Mm, okay, okay. And I, it's, I, not I, just my, it's not just my palate that actually saying that. It's my fiance's palate. Uh, see, that's now, the I'm only one that matters. I make spaghetti, but I have to hide that thing so I can have some for the rest of the week. Dang, man. Yeah, Yo, yeah, I got to yeah, come bro. to Boston and eat some of this come food, to man. to Boston, man. Yeah. <laughs> to Boston right now. I, How I, about you, know, man? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Um, knees deep in this residency program. It's been about mm-hmm. a month since I started. Working hard, man, but growing every week. Like, I could feel my skill set developing, which is exactly what I wanted. Yes, um, it's, a, it's a great feeling when you feel like, man, I'm, I'm transforming. Yeah. Well, no, we're really getting there. But um, two goals in a row. Um, you remember that indoor soccer league I was telling you about? I finally cool. got my fitness up. I got a goal last week. I got a goal the week before. Team Damn. is second to top in the table and second Woo. place right now. What are you playing? Um, You're forward? Oh, uh, so it's it's five v five. Well, it's technically six v six, five and a keeper. Um, uh-huh. so I kind of play here's the thing, my my touch and my confidence on the ball isn't the greatest. So typically when we're in possession, I play defensive midfield. And uh-huh. when we're out of possession, I play center back. So I kind of uh-huh. going back and forth between the two. But the the way I get my goals is when we're when we have possession, the ball's just kind of like stuck in the corner. I make mm-hmm. like that 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 bombing run into the box, not really the box, but you get what I mean. And I they just you. feed me, and then boom, just one touch. Place it. Place yeah, it. facts. Happens. Placing. <laughs> it's yeah. No, it, it's got some range. I got some power to it, but it's like, oh damn, I didn't see him coming, type of thing. Nice. No, bro, it's Listen, it's good. Goals like that, man. There's nothing. Feels not good. Feel better. 
I scored That's a game good. winner once. I got goosebumps. Oh, man. So a game winner once, bro. I was like, wow, this is like how the professional feels like 30 <laughs> times. Like imagine Ronaldo Champions League final, like two like one second on the one minute on the clock score, like the towering header. Yeah. Like that's, that's, I was like, wow. Like I just won, we just won the championship and then I score a header. That's Dude, crazy. That nice, bro. That felt nice. That's what's up, man. That's what's I'm up. Lie. That felt nice, bro. I was like, man, this is why I like playing this game. Yes, sir, man. It feels good. So if you're a player out there and you're you're like, damn, these feelings, I know them too. But like, if I'm injured or something, hit one of us up. We can help you. If you're trying to get your, your fitness or your rehab in, send us a message. We'll help you out. Yes, sir. But um, today we're talking about why you're not getting faster. And if you are a player out there, you have likely tried to improve your pace. And you have probably tried something that hasn't helped. And this episode is for you because we're going to tell you um, the top five reasons why you're probably not getting faster. And it all starts with number one, no dedicated sprint training. If you want to get faster, you need to do sprint training a minimum of one and a half to two times per week. Um, it's, it's absolutely essential because if you're not trying to get to your max speed multiple times per week, you'll never improve it, right? It's just common sense guys. And no, your, your training isn't enough and you feel like you're moving fast on the pitch in your nine V nine or 11 V 11, but you need 30 to 40 yards of space. And the only thing your body and your mind are focused on is running as quickly as possible. So if you aren't currently doing this and you want to improve your speed, you need to integrate this within your training setup as quickly as possible. So there are guys who actually don't include sprint training into their training. That's kind of crazy. There are. and But you know what? Before me and you got into... Um, proper training and proper rehab and proper fitness. Did you do it? Because <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know. I played. I played exactly. all the time, and I thought that was the only training I need. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But we were both wrong, and chances are there's many of us out there right now that are younger than us thinking the same thing. That's crazy. Now, the other thing that you're not getting faster is just you guys are not strong enough. And I, <laughs> it's funny. Um. I used to listen to this podcast where uh, this guy is like an elite strength and conditioning uh, coach in the U.S. And he used to say, you know, the majority of the soccer players I work with, man, they're, they're weak. And the way you talk about it, he talked like soccer players are weak in the totem pole of all the athletes he trained. He's like, I got baseball players who are just absolutely strong, so much stronger than, than these guys. Like he said, the soccer players. General, when they come to my facility, they are just weak. So the reason why guys are not faster is because you're not strong. It just the basic principle is you 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 want to be faster. The way to do that, you got to generate more force on the ground so you can to to propel you forward, right? It's it, the more force you can generate, the faster you can you can go. Now, if you're not training that parameter. Um, that, that if you're not training that skill set, the strength skill set, it's just, it's just not going to happen. Like guys are too weak. They cannot generate enough force. And the way to generate enough force, 
you need to hit the gym and get stronger. <laughs> so, you know, I see a lot of soccer players, and they don't want to do any strength training. They don't want to lift weight because culturally, you know, you don't see guys lifting weight. I, I think it's the past, the past five, seven years, I've seen more players, you know, players like Sergio Ramos actually showing on his Instagram him doing some weight training. But before that, we used to never see things like that. Now there's like a a, 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 a push to a strength training. But generally, culturally, soccer players don't like to actually lift weight. And the way to get stronger and enough strong, it's strong enough to actually generate more force, you know, it's it's the weight training has to be involved. This is true. And I, I think Sergio Ramos is a great example because his videos are up there in terms of I, you've probably seen it, but his home gym setup, it's ridiculous. It's, it's its own facility really. Yeah, and the guy lifts heavy and you compare him to videos of let's say Iniesta working out and you're like, Oh, okay. Now I'm starting to see some things. And yeah, Iniesta is a genius. But if you look at Sergio Ramos and his physical attributes, meaning his speed, you would think that by now his speed would decrease. And no, to still, be completely honest, in the past, yeah, 10 years or so, uh, that at least I've been watching him, I haven't seen a drop. Maybe it's no. not as fast as when he was 19 or so, but no, he the guy is, is, is a tank, and his attributes have not decreased at all, really. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm going to say. You know, say. What were you going to say? Yeah. Um Number three is no rest time during your sprints because mm, I you're do that too. it's it's really, really hard to especially when it's cold out. Um, so I, I see why you did it over there in Boston. But when when you're doing a true sprint training session, you need at least a minute and a half between sprints of complete rest. This isn't time for you to do squats or push ups or or core work or anything like that. You just need to completely rest and let your energy system recharge. And when you feel like your body is about mostly recover, that probably means you're about halfway there. Um, so it, it's it's really, really tough. But if you're not getting in your rest time, that now dedicated block you've done during your sprint training is completely useless because now it turned into what is likely a very poorly constructed endurance training program. Yeah. I mean, it's just like um, rules, guys. You know, when you're doing sprint training, you it's you're training your nervous system, right? And if you're training your nervous system to get faster, you know, you need your nervous system to be fresh after each sprint. Like the moment, like... Your nervous system, if your nervous system is fried and you keep trying to hit the sprint, you're not really training sprint anymore. The moment, like if you do if you do a sprint, right? You do, did that sprint in, I don't know, let's say you did 40 yards in like, I don't know, let's say, let's say 40 yards in like um eight seconds. Then you do another sprint, eight, and you rest, you do another sprint, it's eight seconds. You do another one, and it dropped to like five seconds. You should immediately stop that sprint training. You're done for that. Yeah, that sprint training. You're done for that day. Or rest long enough to recover. And if you spend rest long enough to recover, and you're still hitting five seconds, I mean, you're done for the day. Yep. You should always, and this is a, a good opportunity to bring up that 
just because you are running at max effort, that does not mean you are running at max speed, right? There is a very big difference between maximum effort, which players perceive as their fastest versus max speed. And I think a good example of this is like, y'all know when you used to play Mario Kart? And Mm. if you're uh, if you're doing a time trial in a certain race and the the game will take your fastest lap time and that lap time will now be a ghost. And now you're like, okay, I got to beat the ghost. Right. Because that's the fastest I ever been. Mm -hmm. Well, pretend there's a ghost next to you and that ghost is you running at your absolute fastest at your freshest. If you can't compete with that ghost, you're done. Right. There is no point because that means you're not getting close to your maximum speed and that means you're not getting faster. Mm-hmm. Yep. There we go. I used to yeah. I used to I used to love when I hit that speed playing Mario Kart. <laughs> Remember that theme song? That theme song, how it goes. I forgot how that theme song went. Oh man. Which Mario Kart did you play? Which one did you use? Dude, this is so long ago, bro. I don't I don't remember. On uh Mario Kart sixty four? Nintendo sixty four? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that was mine too. Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, and I played it I played it on the DS too. That was Fuego. I like that one. Oh no, I had the actual sixty four, bro. Oh, I had both. Yeah. Oh, you had both. Yeah, well my cousin yeah. had the sixty four. It wasn't mine, but yeah, I kinda had it. It was like one of the best consoles I had before um uh, PlayStation came into the into the mix. But let's get back. Let's get back on track, guys. Reason number four that you're not getting faster is because you're not changing your strength routine. And here's the thing: if you a high schooler and you're not used to, you know, having a strength routine, you know, you can get by. You can actually get stronger um, regularly, keeping that that about that same routine because your your body, your nervous system is it's not used to lifting weight and doing strength training so you can get by with getting stronger but you know now let's say you're like 28 years old now and you're still using that same routine to get stronger you're not gonna get stronger at all your body already adapted to this and the more the more the 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 higher in level you go in the soccer world the more you need to change your strength and conditioning routine because you're, like, you know, the, at the pro level, you know, guys are like they have the top, tip top shape. You know, they need to constantly strengthen their routine, change their routine, because the the routine that they did last year is not going to be enough for, um, to make their body adapt and get stronger, faster, have more stamina. So they need to change that. So with you, if you keep, if, if every every after every season, you know, you go back. You know, you doing your off season. If you keep doing the same workout that you did the previous season, because you just thought, "Oh my God, like this workout actually worked last year." Like I, I was, I was stronger, I was faster. I'm gonna do the same workout this year. No, you gotta change it. You gotta make it harder. You gotta change some variables in there because your body already adapted to that workout. So it's not gonna be enough to get you stronger. A hundred percent, and. This it's almost the same principle applies when you're talking about improving your your technical skills as a player. Mm-hmm. Right. So imagine and when you say training age, we, we kind of both 
think of the same thing where it's like, okay, even though, yeah, you've been playing soccer for seven, eight years now, you haven't done weight training. So your weight Mm -hmm. training age is close to zero. Now, pretend that your soccer training age was zero, right? What do you have to learn? You have to learn how to pass. You have to learn how to dribble. You got to learn how to shoot. You got to learn how to read the field. And those are the, the fundamentals. And that can take you forward a lot, just like how a basic strength program can take take you pretty far. Now, when you get further in the game of soccer, well, passing and shooting, that is now a, a advanced skill that you need to refine. And you're constantly, if you want to get to a higher level, you have to get your shooting sharper. You have to get your passes more crisp. You have to be able to read the field faster. It's the same thing as strength and conditioning, right? You can't just do back squat three times 10 for four years and expect to be in a better place where other players are, are adapting much quicker and they're they're increasing their abilities in the field and on the pitch. Yeah, you're going to stay at the same level if you keep doing that. You're not going to regress. But if you want to if you want to generate more force, you can get faster, you can be more resilient on the field, improve, you know, to become a, a stronger, better player, you you need to start changing the routine and make the routine harder. Because your body is already used to what you did two or three years ago, and it's not enough to actually get you to where you need. Like you, that change, you need to change. Yep, yep, and it's it's very very clear and evident, especially at the when you go from high school to collegiate soccer, where strength and conditioning does have a strong foundation. Really, um, you will see that whatever you're doing in the past wasn't good enough in terms of strength and speed. Now, number five, the fifth reason you're not getting faster is you are not measuring your speed. Um, you you have to measure it if you want to think or, or confirm that you're getting better at something, right? If you mm-hmm. want to confirm that you're getting better at juggling, what do you do? You count how many times you can keep it up. If you want to see if you're getting better, better at penalties, what do you do? You check your percentage. If you want to see if you're, me- if you're getting faster, you have to measure your speed and it's tough to do it. There's a few ways. Um, the most accurate way you can do it is if you have access to a facility with like laser timers, you can definitely use that. Um, if not, if you have a GPS tracker through your team, um, you can check your max velocity on that. If you don't have that, what you can do is set up a, um, a system outside on the track or on the field where you set up cones and record yourself running through. And mm-hmm. you can move it to like a photo or a video editing software and seeing exactly how long that takes. And is that the most accurate? Of course not. But at least you're measuring and you're being consistent and it will hold you accountable and it will show you if what you're doing is actually working. Or well, bring a friend. Bring a friend on the pitch so they can, can measure it for you. That too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even it, it could be as simple as let's say everybody... Maybe your head coach likes to do speed races or whatever. And at the beginning of the season, you're like, dang, out of the 23 players on the squad, I'm like maybe 17, 18 when it comes to speed. If you do it again, three, four months later, instead of 17, 18, you're like seven or eight. It's like, oh, I got faster, you know? So at least have something to compare it to besides you just feeling like yeah, you got faster. Yeah, you got faster, yeah. Yeah, that goes into what we you talked about earlier, like feeling that you're moving faster doesn't mean you're faster. Yeah, 
Yeah, prove it. You got to prove it. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I guess in yeah. summary, make sure you have your dedicated sprint training sessions. Make sure you're taking proper rest times of at least a minute and a half and make sure you measure your speed. Yeah, make sure you're strong enough. Make sure you have a strong, you have a strength training routine and make sure that every, every year when you go back into the drawing board to get stronger, faster, you got to be able to change that workout because the same workout that year maybe not be enough to actually make you adapt and get faster. You got to change it. And if you need help doing that, you got to check, check with a strength and conditioning person or do your research to figure out how else can you make the workout in a certain way so that your body can adapt to it. Yes, sir. And we will see you all next week. All righty. Peace out.